0: hey everyone we're lloyd and mandy and you're listening to the escape society podcast where we aim to inspire you to escape the norms of society and live life on your own terms we like sharing these sort of not so happy um exciting parts of things because i think Everyone needs the reminder that just quitting your job and traveling isn't the answer to all your problems Although it is awesome, but there are new problems that you will be faced with or different stresses But we, we like sharing the real sides of it because I think with Instagram and YouTube and everything It's very easy to make everything look a lot more easy and peaceful
1: G'day guys, Lloyd here. Welcome back to the Escape Society podcast. This is episode number 11. Uh, This is actually an audio-only episode today. We recorded uh, it live from our hotel room here in phuket we're still going to be doing a lot of video episodes while we're on the road but because we're traveling around quite a lot at the moment it is a bit more difficult to do a video episode so we hope you still enjoy the audio only today's episode is basically just a bit of a recap of the last couple of weeks um we haven't done just a sit down the two of us for a while because we've had quite a few guests on recently but um This should get you all caught up with where we're at and um, our plans. We also talk a little bit about some stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. It's been a little bit stressful for the last few weeks and we've had some ups and downs, but um, we're happy to share all the ups and downs with you guys just to give you some insight into what it's like as digital nomads, content creators. Um, It's not all smooth sailing all the time so as i said hope you enjoyed this episode and if you do please remember to like and subscribe or if you're listening to us on spotify or apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts uh please remember to rate review and subscribe
0: all right welcome back to the escape society podcast everyone we're your hosts lloyd and mandy and today we are joining you from phuket thailand
1: yeah episode number 11 um we haven't done Just an episode, the two of us, for a while.
0: Yeah, we've just been doing guests. Um, It's kind of bought us a little bit of time because we have been moving around quite frequently. Uh, But we're excited to catch you guys up on what we've been up to, what's changed, where we're at.
1: A lot. A lot has changed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, obviously we're in Thailand. We decided to leave Bali a while ago and um, we've sort of decided to just keep moving, keep traveling around. Uh, so, we're in Thailand for a month in total. We've been here for 11 ne- days, maybe? Yeah,
0: ne- nearly two weeks. Um, it's quite different than Bali. I thought there would be like a lot closer comparison, but um, it's it's pretty different so far.
1: Yeah, like same but different. Yeah. Um. I, the first thing I notice is the roads are much bigger, a lot more cars on the road. Yeah. And it's a bit cleaner. The beaches are definitely cleaner.
0: Yeah, they've definitely got their rubbish issue like sorted in comparison to Bali. Um, but there isn't the vibe or the feeling of Bali. There's some sort of like essence to Bali that Thailand just doesn't really have. That's the biggest difference that we've noticed. And also the food is a lot fresher um, in Thailand. The food in Bali, I don't want anyone to get the impression we didn't like the food. We still enjoyed it. In Indonesia We were there for six months So obviously we probably would have got a bit sick of it
1: Yeah, when you're eating the same uh, I guess You call it cuisine Like Indonesian food For six months straight You get pretty sick of it I'm already starting to get a little bit sick of Thai food And I love it and Yeah It's been awesome
0: It's my favorite um, Yeah, but I guess you just always crave what you're used to But um, it's a lot easier to eat affordably and local fresh food in comparison to bali there wasn't there was just a lot of oil and deep fried stuff in indonesian food uh but uh i'm sure we'll miss it again soon um but so far thailand's been great we've seen lots we've done bangkok chiang mai and now we're in phuket yeah it's been pretty crazy we've probably drank a bit too much since we've been here so we're going to start pulling it back now
1: (laughs) yeah definitely in bangkok yeah um we did and yeah, I think I just, I'm just i keen to keep moving around, not staying in any place for more than a few days because um, whenever we get to a new place, I feel like I get a, like a rush of excitement and then after a couple of days, it wears off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's an addictive feeling, isn't it? I think that's why we're doing what we do. We're addicted to that rush you get when you get to a new place and then, yeah, after a couple of days, we're ready for it again.
1: <laughs> yeah. So one thing... Um, that has been going on in the background that we've spoken about on uh, some of our vlogs. And people are probably sick of hearing about it, but we're dealing with like all this bullshit with Google AdSense where when you uh, start a YouTube channel, basically you just put out videos and hope you get views. But once it reaches a certain point, uh, they they invite you to the partner program, which is how you start making money off your YouTube and putting ads onto it, onto your videos, Um, which is a pretty easy process initially. But then the last step before they actually pay you any money that you've earned from ads, which we've actually earned quite a bit over four months, um, the last step is they send you a PIN code to your physical address to verify your address. Why? I have no idea why it would matter uh, where you live. Like that just seems like, especially for a, a tech company like Google to really care about someone's physical address. I guess it's just to like not let scammers or bots
0: yeah, make sure you're a real person and have a bit of credibility behind you, which I totally understand. But um,
1: but so like they give you flawed. they give you four months to verify this, and we actually got it sent to um, my sister's place, which she gets all of her mail at her business. So that's why I, I got it sent there because I knew she would get it. It never came. I started doing research, and I found that this basically happens to everybody: is they never um get their pin sent out to them you got to jump through all these hoops to verify your address by providing id but the problem is they they only give you four months to verify your address and that's about how long it takes to get all these pins sent out to you so long story short we just got a email from them a couple of weeks ago to say if your address isn't verified by this certain date then we'll stop showing ads on your um Channel And you will not be able to participate in the YouTube partner program. So, basically, cut us off from everything.
0: Yeah. And with no access to the money that we... Like, no knowing if we'd get access to the money we had already made. And we're entitled to. Yeah. And we'd sort of pulled back from all our other businesses and delegated. So, we would be able to spend more time on our YouTube channel.
1: Yeah. Like, because it... Um, initially, was like just... We'll give it a try, see how it goes and document what we're doing and that will sort of help promote uh, other parts of our business and then it took over because it's just such a fun way to make living, make a living. Like
0: Yeah, we absolutely love it.
1: And we got way better results and feedback than what we thought we were going to get so we kind of months ago decided we'll put more work into this because we can see the growth and the potential and it's fun and it doesn't feel like work
0: and it also helps our other businesses
1: yeah so then when you put all that time and effort and money as well um into something and then to be told like that it's going to be taken away from you just because of a stupid address issue It yeah. really frustrating so we spent like the whole week in bangkok pretty much just back and forth emailing Google and um, if you've dealt with any big companies like Google, you'd know that like it's pretty much you're talking to a robot. There's no phone number to ring or customer service center where there's a human on the other end. It's just like a Google chat thing that you go back and forth and then they send you an email and every email response is exactly the same every time. Um, so that made Bangkok a little bit... Stressful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we really try to stay positive at all times because, you know, like everything will eventually work out as it's meant to. Um, But sometimes you got to get pushed to that edge (laughs) of being like, what the heck are we doing or this isn't going to work out? Um, Why is this happening? Sort of. And I think we both got pushed to that point with it a little bit.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah, I was just on edge that we're going to reach that Cutoff date and wasn't going to be verified, and yeah, we're going to lose everything. And we've now we're in Bangkok, like creating YouTube content, yeah, for pretty much no reason because we can never uh, monetize off it or yeah. live off that. We need to be working on our other shit so that we can support our lifestyle,
0: yeah, that's right. But luckily, after the stressful week, we got an email, right.
1: Yeah, well, after I submitted my ID documents three times in two weeks and never got a response and had to keep following up, um, they eventually emailed us on the last day, so the day before it was going to be cut off and said, you've been verified, so that was a good feeling. Yes. But it was pretty short-lived because they still haven't told us that they're going to actually give us any of the money or pay us because... Apparently, they need to check if um,
0: our traffic is your legit. traffic
1: is valid. Yeah, and if you've broken any of the um,
0: the regulations or anything that they have on YouTube, which we haven't, so it will be fine. Yes, it's just the fact that we don't know how long that's gonna take. Yeah, because
1: <laughs> like judging by how long this whole thing took, yeah, like, it's like a bit up in the air. So that's um what's been going on in the background.
0: Yeah. But we're just pushing through and we're going to keep making videos and keep putting out podcasts because it's what we love doing. And this for us, everything that we're doing right now has kind of been what we always said we would eventually do and what we thought would like be our end goal or like what we'd end up doing, which is kind of like a pretty incredible thing for us. So even through all the ups and downs and with uncertainty and everything, it still feels Good doing what we're doing because this was like our end goal our our passion and sort of yeah what we always wanted to do even yeah. though it's <laughs> got a lot of imperfections at the moment but I think we're just gonna yeah it'll keep getting better and better
1: that's why it was frustrating because yeah we've finally um doing something that feels like the end goal that you're not sort of forcing yeah the work. yeah um but yeah so from here, we're going to travel around um, the islands down here for a couple more weeks and then go off to Vietnam for a month and then to the Philippines. And that's about as far as we've got. We haven't yeah. booked anything for the Philippines, so that might change.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to you in about a month and see where we're at with that. But yep. um, yeah, definitely excited to head off to Vietnam in the Philippines. We've... um. We've talked about going to all these places forever, so it's pretty crazy that we're doing them all like back to back to back. It feels pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think like just to wrap it up, like I think just focusing on like just keep pushing forward and creating uh, the content we want to create and doing the things that we want to do is a good idea. And then just to everything else will just hopefully sort itself out, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it will. And we were talking the other day about how this is like us being on tour or whatever and then i thought of how all like small musicians that we used to look up to they were just like so happy when they got to the point where they could do music full-time they didn't care if they were making like a couple dollars they were just happy that they were doing what they loved full-time and were traveling and doing it and that's how i feel we're at that stage right now (laughs) yeah i don't care what it costs or what it takes like i'm just super happy that i get to create a video every day and you and I get to experience like exciting fun things even if this is like the peak I'm I'm still like really content and happy at the moment
1: yeah I don't, and I don't mind like being on a budget when we're traveling either
0: no I think we get a lot of comments about how our content is relatable and comes across authentic and stuff because it we want to show that literally we are just regular people doing this and then anyone really can if they wanted to yeah if it was their you know end goal Um, and it's also authentic and relatable because it's a like we're doing it in an affordable way and we're not staying in crazy amazing places unless we're invited there
1: yeah i mean i don't know i I always say even if i had money i wouldn't waste it on unnecessary shit yeah who knows because maybe when have a lot of money or will want to do those things but like what we were talking about last night and this morning is even when we go to a restaurant that's like double the price of where we would usually eat here or in Bali yeah and it's like a bit of a sort of treat and then you get there and the food's half the size and half the quality as the cheap place anyway
0: yeah so and I'd way rather sit on the little plastic chair on the side of the road than inside some fancy air conditioned restaurant with no vibe and like is owned by someone that doesn't even know that you're there yeah there's no there's no connection in that um yeah so i i think there are some things that coming from like a humble place or yeah a budget place and then moving up i think you'll find that the things that a lot of people think would make them happy just aren't as good as they've been advertised
1: (laughs) yeah and i've noticed like especially being here in um phuket everything is just tailored towards people coming here on holidays and spending a lot of money yeah unnecessarily it's like
0: that's where it doesn't like balance out for me so you're going to save all your money for your one holiday that's two weeks of the year right which if that's your thing totally fine but if you were to live on a budget year-round, you could probably... That amount of money that you spend in that two weeks could probably fund you for six months if you were to live on a budget traveling in comparison.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, look at our budget that we live off. And we're moving around. Um, we went all around Bali and we've come to Thailand and we've already booked to go to Vietnam. And um, it's all on a budget, whereas... I think some of the families or couples that come and spend two weeks here in Phuket probably spend the same as we spend in two months.
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. But I guess when you grow up in that, like just the two-week thing and you're just going to look forward to that, it's sort of hard to break your mind away from that's just what you do, you know?
1: I hated it when I used to go on holidays like... um i don't only been on a few when I was like an adult and I remember going for like maybe 10 days or I think it was probably 10 days because I would have two weeks off and I wanted to be able to get home and have the weekend to like settle back in before I went back to work. Yeah. And like, so you get over here and it's like, okay, I got 10 days here. And then by the third day, you're like, oh fuck, I've only got seven or eight days yeah left the countdown time and you can't even enjoy it
0: yeah yeah i hated that feeling just never that's the trouble with it is you're just i f- feel like you struggle with being present in that like even if you are in like this amazing place you're constantly yeah counting down time and worried about when you have to leave so you don't even you're not even present in any of the exciting moments that you're in no while you're on that holiday
1: yeah so I'm um, like you said i'm like just happy that we can be doing what we're doing at the moment me too even if it's um and everything's a bit stressful at yeah
0: yeah and everything's growing and um even though we've had to take like even a further step back to make sure that we don't end up into a um or i guess back where we started <laughs> yeah um still feel like we're doing a lot and uh, actually we had a we did a bit of a poll on our Instagram page we do sort of like a weekly question box if you do if you do not follow us on Instagram um, if you have any questions or anything for us you can pop them into there we do that once a week uh, but we had someone ask if we could do a monthly budget um, projection sort of share what our monthly budget is for traveling so we're going to work on that this week um, hopefully that'll provide some insight. We do everything as a couple. So all of our money, everything is one thing. So we look at everything as one number rather than between two people. I think that ends up being more affordable, obviously, especially if you're staying in like hotels and stuff. It, it Obviously, you're absorbing the co- the cost of what would be for two people for one if you're traveling by yourself. Um, so I think that's sort of a benefit for us.
1: Yeah, I think... Travelling as a couple is definitely cheaper. Um, and yeah, not just because of the accommodation, but splitting everything.
0: Yeah. On a side note, I'm really grateful that you and I get to experience all these weird and exciting things together. I, When I think about if you and I would have done the wedding and everything that we said that we didn't really want to do but thought we had to um, and didn't do this, I feel like this has been such like a more like solidifying t- thing for me to know that I want to spend the rest of my life with you because we're like roughing it sometimes and we end up in really weird spots and um, I don't know. I think it's like the ultimate like couple test as well. We've gotten to some pretty stressful <laughs> Situations, um, and tired, and hungry, and you see people at their worst. Also, when we're sick or anything. Like I just now, I feel like, what what can I see that I haven't already seen on this trip?
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been um, through some shit in the last six months. The most recent one was that fucking last day, the last two days that we had in Bali.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Which people have probably seen the video, but um that was just like in the, in on the grand scheme of things it wasn't like that bad at all.
0: It ended up okay. It just yeah, it was pretty stressful. Um if you haven't watched it, we we booked through Agoda and uh, the hotel didn't exist. It was a construction site. And then after that we booked through Airbnb. We for had
1: our, we booked for our our last two nights in Bali before we were flying to Thailand and we had just been away for three nights um, to two different places just shooting um, some content. Like we actually got hooked up with some deals to stay at some places and like just looked at it as our final two pieces of content we were going to do in Bali and then we were going to spend two days or two nights um, in a hotel before we flew out to Thailand. Um and they were meant to be like
0: downtime. Relaxing
1: downtime, down get editing done, get all our documents and shit in order to fly to Thailand, get some sleep, all that. And it ended up being like pretty stressful. Well, the first day, the second day turned out alright.
0: Yeah, it was okay. But um we ended up having to sit in a Starbucks for over eight hours editing because I had to do two vlog edits yeah. in one day.
1: So we booked yeah so sorry, we booked two nights accommodation through a go to show up to the place at about two o'clock because that's when check-in was and we were lucky enough to leave our Airbnb at two and it's a building site and I'm like, okay, that's all right. They just haven't updated the address on Google Maps or something. But then um, the Uber driver or the Gojek driver It's like ringing the phone number. There's no answer. I'm emailing them and shit. I can't find any other address. And he goes, oh, I'll just go and speak to one of the construction workers because they might know. And he just was like laughing. He's like, yeah, (laughs) this place has been taken over like a year or two ago and they just haven't updated anything. And I'm like, so is there a new hotel? He's like, no, there's no new hotel. Like people keep coming here in taxis and finding out that Um, it doesn't exist, which was pretty funny, but like pretty annoying. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Like take it down.
1: So I was like, okay, that sucks, but we'll just, we'll just find another hotel. So we went to Starbucks, booked an Airbnb, which I thought was a safer option because, um, when you book on Airbnb, they actually have to accept confirm the booking. You don't even just, it's not like you just book straight away. You request to book, they confirm and then it's booked and then you get an email saying you are booked so we're there for about an hour and I'm like okay we got confirmation it was five minutes down the road so we get in another go jack it's like 3.30 by now
0: yeah keep in mind we had all of our suitcases and bags in Starbucks with us while we're looking yep. <laughs> for this new place to stay at and uh, we are
1: very tired from um, yeah the last three or four days yeah and then we get there and he says, there's no rooms available. And I'm like, what do you mean, man? Why Why was I able... Because it was an Airbnb, which was a hotel room. Yeah. So, basically, he just said there's no rooms available. And um, we are like, okay, well, what do we do now? Because we've booked two places now. And I paid for those two places up front. Um, so, I paid for four nights accommodation that didn't exist. <laughs> Phones are running out of battery. We're both getting grumpy hungry tired all of that shit and um so we jumped in the motorbike to go looking for somewhere to stay because we were like we we don't trust any of these um accommodations and like we couldn't even call them because all we had is internet data
0: yeah oh also we had messaged i i think we messaged maybe 10 different airbnbs Um, And they were all taking their listings down. So they had just left them up, but they were all booked out or no longer existed. So they were just taking them down rather than booking them. um, I was just messaging them and right away they would take down their listing. So we're like, okay, we can't book anything unless they like message us back and say that it's available. And literally everyone that I had messaged got back to me and said, no, sorry, it's not available or that's not, not there anymore or whatever. So um, then we go do the drive around and all the hotels in the area are full unless we wanted to pay like over a hundred dollars a night.
1: Yeah. Which I wasn't really prepared to do considering I'd already forked out four nights accommodation yeah. that didn't exist. And the, the hotels we were, we had booked were like 30, 40 a night.
0: Yeah. And keep in mind, we're also going through the AdSense issue yep. while this is going on. Yeah. yeah,
1: <laughs> And about to fly to Thailand yeah. not knowing like what's happening and it turned out that it was the last day of ramadan and so everyone in indonesia goes to bali basically which was pretty funny yeah um we were so we were sitting at that hotel on our computers because our uh, phones had died and we even asked the guy if we could use their um like house phone to call some of these hotels to make sure that they had room before we booked anything and he told us that the phone didn't make outgoing calls yeah
0: the phone doesn't work and we were like okay what? what is this place So <laughs> you liter- take bookings that don't exist and your phone doesn't work this is like who runs this I think joint? it got to
1: like 5.30, 6 o'clock and I was like maybe we should just go eat something and you're like but we don't have anywhere to stay tonight I'm like we'll, we'll find somewhere but I was getting over it and then the woman who must have been the night manager for the hotel just comes and taps us on the shoulder and says do you want to stay here tonight and we're like yeah that's why we booked a room
0: (laughs) we've been here four hours in the parking lot
1: and she goes i'll just go check if there's any availability i'll be back and it was like are you kidding me
0: why didn't the first guy do that and then so they find us a room there was a lot more juggling around because they couldn't understand where the money... Like, where we had paid to. Um, they thought we only paid for one night.
1: Yeah, it was a shit show.
0: The guy that originally told us there was no rooms available was trying to bro with us in the elevator afterwards. And we weren't having any of it. <laughs> yeah, I <was> so <laughs>
1: I hadn't had, like, any water or anything to eat for hours. It yeah. just was, like, grumpy as. But, but, um, so that's just an example of um how shit, like, doesn't always go smoothly. No. And we were pretty grumpy like with each other, but
0: Yeah, and then after it's like you just don't take it personally because we knew it was the just the situation.
1: Yeah, I didn't handle it very well. I was like getting angry at the guy at the front desk. Yeah, I had I was to tell because I, calm I but down. then that was valid because like you were like it's not his fault, but in the end
0: it sort of was his fault, There Sorry.
1: was room available and he just didn't like do his he due diligence did, but he or didn't, something. He
0: didn't he didn't know how to use the computer or the phone. And he thought there was no rooms available. Yeah. The chick checked the computer. There was a room available. (laughs) And she probably knew how to use the phone too. (laughs) What was he doing there?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's been smooth sailing since then as far as like hotels and shit.
0: Yeah. Coming into Thailand actually was very easy. There's, you don't have to get a PCR test or anything anymore. So we pretty much just walked straight in. Uh, There was no lineups. Um, yeah, really easy as far as traveling goes. And we, now that we're going to Vietnam, so it they've also changed it to no PCR tests. And yep. since we've started traveling, so when we first wanted to go to Bali, just before we were leaving, they um, had changed the travel restrictions, I think.
1: They lowered the quarantine lowered to the just quarantine. two nights.
0: Yep. And then they got when we went to come to Thailand, they got rid of the PCR tests and now they've done the same for Vietnam. So we must be in alignment right now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I've been keeping an eye on that shit and I knew that um it'd get easier and easier. I just hope that we don't hear about COVID anymore from any countries saying they're yeah. going to put travel restrictions in place.
0: I know, I'm so over it. But I guess, I guess we'll see. Yeah. If it does come to that, we're just going to go to somewhere that doesn't do it anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully by then we will have um, an income from YouTube.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping by the end of the next podcast that we can report that we have been
1: paid. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that too. We'll, we'll see.
0: <laughs> we we like sharing these sort of not so happy, um, exciting parts of things because I think everyone needs their reminder that just quitting your job and traveling isn't the answer to all your problems, although it is awesome. But there are new problems that you will be faced with or different stresses um, unless you have unlimited amounts of money. But I think even then you'd run into issues. Um, but we, we like sharing the real sides of it because I think with Instagram and YouTube and everything, it's very easy to make everything look a lot more easy and peaceful and, yeah, just Instagram-y <laughs> than it really is. So we like sharing the other, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff that I think a lot of other people don't really share. Um because we know every single YouTuber traveler runs into some sort of issue at some time. Um,
1: yeah, I feel like some of them get embarrassed to share it though. For some reason, they they don't want to show that. Like,
0: well, we we copped a bit of shit for sharing the story that we just said about in Bali. We had a lot of people upset saying, you know, we're gonna hurt Bali tourism. But we're we're not. That had nothing to do with Bali. It was the hotels and. Yeah. The hotel's issues. Like, we weren't saying, don't come to Bali. This is going to happen to you. We just said, this is our story. We were in Bali when it happened. Yeah, we
1: just so happened to be in Bali when it happened. It also, I don't know, didn't help um, that the... Obviously, the hotel was Balinese-owned and run by Balinese, and they were, like, not helpful at all.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But that's on them. So, I guess, in a
1: way, it is a Bali issue.
0: Yeah, but... I. I do love like obviously we we want to be positive and we don't want to like spread negativity and stuff and and when we are sharing these stories we're not trying to be negative but we're trying to show that like different problems do arise like just because there's a really beautiful beach doesn't mean you can't you know break your leg there or something do you know what I mean like
1: yeah that guy last night who um recognizes which is a weird thing to say that that happened but um the second time in Thailand someone's recognized us from our channel
0: very surprising
1: and he was like um, oh you guys bloody live the life don't you Or live the dream or something and I was like yeah yeah but I felt like saying like fuck you got no idea like the last (laughs) couple of weeks
0: (laughs) yeah yeah and I think that's why a lot of um when people say that social media hurts people's like mental health and stuff is like no one's sharing the downtime. and then when we had people like upset at us for for sharing the downtime even though a lot of other people felt the opposite that they were like the story and um like that we're being authentic and everything but you, it's just not realistic if we're gonna be vlogging as much as we do and we just want to you know take people along with us on our journey we're gonna stay positive in the shitty situation still but we're still gonna share the shitty situation i'm not gonna hide it and pretend oh we stayed at this amazing hotel and even though it was awful
1: yeah or didn't exist hopefully we don't come across as too negative um because we do share all the like downsides but that's part of it
0: yeah i just i just want to be transparent because i don't I don't want anyone to come like like I like last night when someone recognizes us, which is like the weirdest thing on the planet. Um, I want us to be the same us. Yeah, which online. we were because
1: we were both like a bit awkward, we were very tired because we would just flown into Phuket <laughs> and um couldn't find anywhere decent to eat and was just like walking around. You were hangry. Yeah, a little bit. And um, so yeah, if, he's probably seen that on our YouTube. Videos and he's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: well that's that's what I mean. Like if if someone's like, oh Mandy's not not what I expected her to be, then I'm like, okay, then you didn't watch all of my videos because I show all angles of me. I show good lighting, bad lighting, good skin, bad skin. Um, when I don't feel my best, when I feel my best, it's like, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. that's real. And that uh, yeah, I think that's been the trouble like with even the change between like celebrity and now coming down to like vlogging celebrities only painted themselves in like one obviously perfect lighting perfect photo shoots um even reality tv was like you know fake but vlogging is as real as you want to make it it's always what spoke to me more like that's what i've always driven like been drawn to watch more someone's real life and what how they're actually living rather than some staged thing yeah but so that's why i've wanted us to go that direction and it always seems to perform better <laughs> yeah when there's mistakes and funny shit that happens <laughs> 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 well we hope you guys have enjoyed this little catch-up a little bit of story time um, travel update where we're at at the moment tomorrow we're heading to pp island for a little tour we've been lucky enough to have a company invite us on it for complimentary which is pretty exciting
1: yeah because i probably wouldn't be paying to do it yeah it
0: <laughs> that. i really want to see it but yeah the the price probably not worth it yeah but um yeah we're excited to do that tomorrow and uh then we're heading off to kotao which is very exciting again another company reached out to us which is pretty crazy to me actually because that one
1: was crazy because we were talking about that. yeah
0: i lloyd has always told me that i needed to get my diving license or diving certificate, sorry. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm very scared. I've always been a little bit scared about doing it, but I always knew I wanted to. And I sort of just like put it out that I wanted to do it into the universe. And sure enough, <laughs> this company reaches out to us and says, you know, if you guys want to come and get your diving certificate, uh, we're in Koh Tao. And so we're going to go. I'm terrified, but we're going to do it. So that's after Phi Phi Island and after we finish up in Phuket.
1: So, we're going to go Koh Tao to do the diving for maybe four or five days. Yeah. And then we have like another 10 days in Thailand. So, it's either Koh Samui, Koh Penang, back to Phuket, or I don't know. Maybe someone can give us a suggestion if we need to go to yeah. both of those, Koh Samui and Koh Penang, Because I, I did p- want to go to both, but if it's too rushed and shit, it might be one or the other. Um, but it's going to be... A hectic couple of weeks and then it's going to get even more hectic because we're going to Vietnam and I think we're gonna do a video every day in Vietnam yeah we're challenge. gonna do
0: a daily daily vlog see how we go if we can is it
1: daily vlog is that what we're doing
0: I don't know I think so that's the only way I can really think or daily video let's say daily video but it'll most likely be like a daily vlog um but we're gonna release a video every day in June
1: yeah, just to see, just to do it for a month. and um, See what happens. Because that's from what I've observed is how a lot of uh, vloggers start out and it's a way to build your audience and also like just connect with people. They see what you're doing every day. I don't think I could do that long term. No, no way. No. But just to give it a try for June. Yeah. And while we're in a new country, Vietnam, we're going to be moving around a lot, getting buses and planes and going to all these places places which i don't even know where we're going yet i haven't started planning it but
0: yeah i'm sure you'll find some good places for yeah. us <laughs> uh well we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast if you did don't forget to rate review and subscribe and uh, we will speak to you guys next wednesday thank you bye Look, this was for my ski makers my dream chasers try trying to make it trust you God to hold on to faith and be patient i know you're trying to get to the days of elation and all those obstacles in your way won't